Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're continuing our watch through of Echo with Echo, episode two. Fun stuff. I think this is probably my favorite, like, first part of one of these episodes. Only because it was just like, I didn't know what was happening. It looked really cool. It felt really cool. It sounded really cool. If this was, you know, a sport that we still played and was televised on ESPN, I would watch it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, before before we get too far into what's going on, overall, I enjoyed this episode. So, uh, first thoughts. Yeah, this one has, like, the... Uh, the, the sports test. Like, I don't even know what, what where it's really set, but they're, like, playing a game, right? In this intro? Yeah. yeah. This intro was pretty pretty fun, um, but uh, you know this this was probably the episode for me that I just didn't connect with the most. It kind of took me like the next episode to get back into the groove of things. So I remember this one not being like I would say in terms of like the five episodes, probably like low on my list. Um, yeah, this one also, it felt like a little bit of a dip from the first episode. It wasn't bad, but it just didn't, yeah. uh, it wasn't as kind of like absorbing, like catch your attention as uh, as the first one. Um, and as far as the opening sequence goes, I did pull up the things about it. And it says that it took place in 1200 AD, so a long time ago. And the game <laughs> that they're playing is Choctaw Stickball, but I thought it looked like lacrosse. So whenever I was watching this mm -hmm. with Mason, mm -hmm. I was like, look, they're playing lacrosse. That's how much mm -hmm. I thought it was lacrosse. Um, which is on TV now and you can watch it, but this is different. Um, so yeah, this one, uh, it had interesting moments. I mean, it did have like a train host, but still I preferred episode one. Um, and I'm still, I'm still anxious to see where the series is going. I'm actually watching this as we record. And like the boys, they've both seen the whole series already. I have not. So I'm, I'm truly blonde. Well, this episode we get uh we get a lot of uh comic book nods 
um, including a nod to uh, a little bit of what we talked about last week, which was like her family history and what powers she potentially has, um, which I wanted to talk about really quick because I did a little research and found that Maya's powers are similar to those of Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, She can duplicate like any action, physical action that she's seen. Um, That's her power. Quote. Yeah. But there is a comic line where she is picked to be one of the champions of the Phoenix Force. Mm -hmm. uh, Where she then has to battle other champions to figure out who is going to inherit the next phoenix force um so i'm wondering if this is some sort of tie to the like mystical side of what's going on in this series like if if they pulled a miss marvel on us have they taken some comic book aspects and sort of twisted them to fit in this universe so that maybe she does have some sort of power and it's like a slight mimic of the abilities that she gets with the phoenix force um so and yeah i'll be curious on that like to to like your point of like her first abilities like i wish we could have gotten to see a little bit more of that in a different way in episode one. So mm-hmm. like we get the scene of her in the boxing ring and there's like a moment where, you know, she's just kind of like monitoring the guy, but I don't think it was so much of like monitoring like his moves. I think it was just knowing that like he was scared, you know, right. seeing his handshake. Whereas I wish they could have shot this in a way of like, maybe he was like the the undefeated in that boxing club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was just on the sidelines watching how he fought to understand right. that. And then she would have gone in there and just like taken him out in like two seconds. Right. I, I feel like this almost has, it has a, there's a universe where the echo show is very much like the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movie. Where, like, we get these scenes of Echo playing out what's going to happen in her head and then doing what she played out in her head, but at, like, a faster speed. And I think it would be really cool because it definitely seems like it would fit the vibe of, like, what her abilities are and sort of, like, how the show is shot. So It's like the one other thing with Echo that I couldn't really pick up if this was how accurate this was in the comic or if this was leaning more towards the character for the series was just like that she has the ability to like read lips but i don't really recall if in the comic she was actually like couldn't hear i thought it was more of just like a tactical ability like that kind of goes with her monitoring the fights moves because like her weakness is if if she's if fighting someone in the dark right if she can't see them then she can't really see like what, you know, she can't monitor what they're doing specifically in that kind of halts a weakness. Whereas like, um, you know, her interactions with like the Avengers, like she can't read lips if you're have a mask. Right. So right. there's a comic where she meets like Iron Man and Captain America and Captain basically has to like tell her what Iron Man's saying. Cause she can't read the lips. Right. Yeah. I'm not, um, I have her, 
Marvel page pulled up and I I don't really see anything about her not being able to hear. Mm-hmm. It seems like and and being introduced to Echo as a character in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. it makes you think like Echo because she can't it's like related to her not being able to hear. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, no, it's Echo because she's able to copy your move set. Right. Like that's the the duplication part of the Echo. So mm-hmm. it is interesting. Um, I think there are. I think that the Marvel Universe now has like taken the time to take these characters from older things and Mm -hmm. sort of like rework them into being either more inclusive or more um, like accessible for for people of like any walk of Mm -hmm. life to to look at the character and be like that could be me and I think that's really cool and I really hope that they like continue doing that with these characters because I yeah, think it sure. makes for a more interesting story too. Like mm-hmm. if if it was just like here's this girl that can like copy everything she sees. Well, we've already seen that. That's already a character in the Marvel universe. You gave us female Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. That's literally what she does. So they had to like rework it to be like this character is different. Here's why. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's really cool. So um, this says, uh, I pulled up the biography, and it said that she is in the comics of Cheyenne, uh, Native American and Latin American uh, descent, and that her teachers, when she was in school, noticed that she, uh, it says that her, once her teachers notice her ability to duplicate musical performances, they come to realize that she is, in fact, deaf. So. Okay. It looks like she's deaf in the comics. I don't know if she uh, has, uh, like in uh, in the TV show, she's an amputee as well. But I don't know if she's right. one in the comics. Mm-hmm. I know that the um, actress who plays Echo, Alakwa Cox, is an amputee in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. There was a, I think it was in the first episode when she's fighting Daredevil, and she. He like punches her kick, like he blocks her kick by punching it, and it makes like the metal clang sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, my first thought was like, "Oh, what is that movie? Oh, The Kingsman." Mm-hmm. You know how there's the, uh, the yeah. girl with like the two like sword legs. Yeah. Immediately, I, just, I was like, "Oh, would yeah. that be cool if she got a yeah. sword leg like that?" Be right. cool. I just rewatched <laughs> that movie, by the way. <laughs> Such a good one. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, in this episode, uh, we, you know, we talked a little bit about the the stickball game, but the big takeaway from the stickball game was that the woman who we're kind of like seeing as the the main character for the stickball game, uh, eventually we see that she has the same glowing symbol as Chaffa, uh, who mm-hmm. was the first Choctaw, um, and it gives her sort of like the power to steal the ball and like win the game. Again, we're seeing this, like there is some sort of 
power, whether it's a mutant ability, a cosmic ability, an eternal ability. We don't know what it is, and they haven't, they still haven't explained it yet. It's just some sort of power. Um, that kicks in when she needs it. Right, right. And I think it's, yeah, in this episode, she does like learn a little bit more about her family history. And I think it's her grandmother is the one that tells her like your, the ancestors watch over for the the family in times of need. So Mm -hmm. we do sort of get this like hint at when the power is available. You know, you have to be in like need and the power will be there and it's the power of the ancestors. But it's still not like a super explanation. Like, is this the equivalent of the Black Panther going and like talking to all the previous Black Panthers? Is that this? Is it that sort of thing? Like, feels like it. I mean, it'd be cool to see. Uh, so far, we've seen like the the Black Panther realm. We've seen in uh, Kanchu, mm-hmm. you know, that whole sea of uh, reeds and stuff. So it'd be cool to see another version of some sort of, you know, afterlife or I don't even know that you can call it afterlife. It's sort of like a religion specific realm that you could go to. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd be up to see some more of that stuff. I, I always think that stuff's really cool to see, and especially in these series where they they do it up in such like a fantastical manner that it's like, ah, oh, this is cool. I I'm a big uh, mythology fan, so I love when they're able to bring that stuff sort of to life. Um, hmm. Yeah. So doing looking up real quick. So within the Marvel world, there is a uh, what is I want to careful uh basically native american gods called the manidug so i'm curious if there's connection there um because it could kind of lean towards you know maya and her family are kind of you know Mm. part human part part of this Mm. i mean that'd be cool and and explain the abilities right and I definitely like that being tied into what Elisa said about there being sort of like a a creation story mm-hmm. aspect to this. Like, you know, if if they really are descendants of like the first Choctaw, what what else does that mean? Like if because Maya has a sister, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, does her sister yeah. also have Bonnie? These... Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And isn't Bonnie actually her cousin, but is basically her sister? Isn't that so what they were was... saying in the first episode? Because uh, yeah, Bonnie keeps insisting, right, yeah. like, we're cousins, and then Ma's like, no, we're sisters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, then, so if she, you know, well, I guess if they're cousins, they're still related. So yeah. does <laughs> does Bonnie have? the ability to to do this too or is it only like this main main line of family does biscuits have the powers yeah 
<laughs> Biscuits is their cousin too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see what what comes of this power and and what you know what can it actually do and how can Maya learn to either control it or use it or you know at this point in the story we see Maya kind of go back to her a heisty criminal side <laughs> granted i think you know the the reason that she's doing it is on the up and up um i'm wondering if we're going to see maya become a hero or if we're going to see maya strive to like take over kingpin's operation That's very like Ten Rings esque, right? Mm -hmm. They're already it's like she's already associated with that world, so she feels like she has that leadership, villainous leadership ability to take it over. Right, right. Go for it. So she does say it's time for a queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, is she is she going to take over and be as ruthless as Kingpin, or is she going to take over and try to like? turn to a lighter side of crime if that's a thing um i'd be interested to see uh but in this episode we get uh basically like a train heist and mm -hmm. this is one of the first uh easter egg things that i've seen for this series i'm sure there were ones in the first episode that i missed um and probably more in the second episode but I know there was one where the container that is on the the like shipping container that she's breaking into is labeled D9X, uh, which is referencing Daredevil numbers nine and ten, which are the first appearance appearance of Maya in the comics. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then before we get too far away from Easter egg things, they also mention Madripoor again, mm -hmm. uh, which you know we don't go there, but we you know there's like a funny line about don't buy those rugs they're all made in madripoor and it's just like oh yeah madripoor's a thing so it should know. be our t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> what don't buy those rugs they're made in madripoor or madripoor's a thing no made in don't madripoor. buy those rugs made in madripoor <laughs> ages of mace made in madripoor <laughs> i mean that is where we are all located so Right. Um, but seriously, when are we going to go back there? Like, why keep yeah. referencing it if we're not going to go back there? What is Sharon up to out there? We got to yeah. know. It seems like the last three or four things, there has been at least one reference to Badgerpore thrown in there. And it's like, yeah, we know it's there. Let's go back. <laughs> There's things going on there. So, yeah, maybe that's season two. Echo takes over <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, I think that the, the like idea of her taking over Kingpin's role is interesting because the show is doing so much to make you root for her mm-hmm. that it would almost be like not in a good way be like a oh really she's she's going to be bad when it's sort of like no nah, this is cool to see her be this like sort of vigilante taking on kingpin could potentially partner up with daredevil or electra or you know, any number of Hell's Kitchen based mm. Marvel heroes. Um I mean, do you think we'll see anyone else? I I I know Luke, you know. Uh Elisa, do you think we'll see anyone else in this series pop up? Like a, a cameo from anyone? Um It'll be nice to see Daredevil again. It would be funny to see She-Hulk. <laughs> we could maybe we could get another, uh, like y'all said, Hell's Kitchen personality, like maybe Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. They could pop up. Um, it would be really fun to see the Contessa. She comes and tries to recruit Echo. You know, I feel like every day I'm seeing more and more news reports about something somebody leaving or somebody joining or somebody mm-hmm. walking away from the set of the Thunderbolts. I don't know what's oh, going on. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother episode. See how <laughs> Apparently they of... haven't even they haven't started filming. I thought that they had. I figured that they were well into filming. And they haven't. Yeah. And that's why they lost one of their actors. I think Steven Ewan was supposed to be in it. Which yeah. he's always yeah. great, but he's like we I can't just wait for us to start forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on with that. She um, could be one of the young Avengers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think it would be 
A, I think it would just be cool because right now we have like a full roster of young female Avengers, mm-hmm. right? Like Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, Kate Bishop, Echo, Yelena, um, Riri, Cassie, Cassie, in America. Yep. Yep, America Chavez. And then maybe Billy and Tommy. We're still not sure if they're real. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what's crazy is I just last night uh I finished Wolverine and the X-Men, that whole series, which is a lot of fun. Um, and I just started like chronologically reading the House of M storyline, which is kind of like loosely where they got the you know, Wanda creates her kids and they all have to pull her out of that. And then she loses it and like takes over the world and makes everyone see like a different reality. It's very, very different than WandaVision, but it's based on that. That like storyline. And uh, that was my first thought when she said my children, Billy and Tommy. And I was like, oh, yeah, are Billy and Tommy around? <laughs> Are they still a thing? I'm not really sure. I don't know if they're supposed to be in uh, the Agatha series. They've showed mm-hmm. like like set photos that have got the boys in them, but that also that doesn't mean that they're here in this reality. They could very easily be in a different one, but not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And talk about something I'm excited for, man. Let's go. <laughs> um, Hopefully, it won't go through a name change again. It's going to be like yeah. the name changed about three times now. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. So b- back to uh, back to Maya. So I'm interested to see where this is going. I'm interested to see, you know, how Maya is going to lean. Is she going to be a hero? Is she going to be a villain? Is she going to be like an anti-hero? Maybe. You know, like a Deadpool or hey, Deadpool's like in his own realm, mm-hmm. I guess. But that's sort of like sometimes you're a hero, sometimes you're a villain. More so you're just doing stuff for yourself. Like, <laughs> I'd be okay with that, I guess. Um, but I do, I do think the show is like really building up this like, this like family and ancestor aspect and her being good so i'm invested in that i'm invested in maya being the hero that maybe she doesn't want to be but she needs to be Mm -hmm. classic line yeah exactly yeah great power (laughs) comes great echoes (laughs) it's just like some of the stuff she goes through in this episode with you know trying to rob the train getting her leg caught and then having the flashback moments, you know, she's starting to question a lot of things and it's just like the, the family moments are so awkwardly interesting because it's almost like they don't want to see each other, but she needs them. You know, she's, she's kind of in this position where like I'm around my family. I'm in these positions where I need them for things, but it's like, I don't want to ask them for things. And right. She's kind of questioning everything. Right. Well, and it's interesting because part of her, I was like looking a little more into, you know, what people are talking about with her powers and like what they could be. 
Uh, and there's potentially some sort of like, not only do you get the power of the ancestors, but you retain their skills and memories. So the, the stickball game, you know, could have been more like a memory that she mm -hmm. had as opposed to we're just watching like something that happened in the past to her ancestor. It's like, no, no, that's a memory that she's had that, that echo currently has whether she knows it or not. So that would be an interesting way. But again, I think it goes back to like, and again, not in a bad way. I'm not against this. I'm actually <laughs> for it. I think it's cool now. Um, but them taking characters and kind of twisting their powers to fit this universe in a way that's okay. like, okay. But that's the key because I'll go back into my gripe. It has to fit the universe. If like, if let's just say Maya does have these, you know, mutant celestial, whatever. <clears throat> like, what does that contain? Like, is it, is it, you know, you, okay. She shot Kingpin that didn't kill him. But are these powers strong enough to where it could like wipe them out? You know, like right. There's got to be some limits there. Well, and like we, you know, we don't know apart from her being able to like gain a little boost in her strength. Yeah, could she like shoot laser beams out of her arms or something? Like what? Yeah. You know, what are the extents of her power? Can she fly? Can she? I mean, okay, like let's go back into the comic realm, like that we mentioned before. Like she fights. Namor and can hold up against Namor. Like, look at Namor and his capabilities versus Kingpin. Like, right. Big differences there. Right. Yeah. But when she fights Namor, she's fighting Namor like backed by, backed by the Phoenix the Force, Phoenix. which is true. Yeah. So it's like, is that, but, but again, like, is this the MCU's version of mm -hmm. Maya having the Phoenix Force? They've given right. her this like <laughs> weird celestial. Mm -hmm. ancestor energy but again it's like yeah what like what does it entail i almost feel like it it does it feels like it's so much more connected to the powers that kahori has where it's like it gives yeah. her like increased physical ability increased speed increased strength right and then like right maybe there's the potential for like some telepathy or, or, you know, some sort of like well, external power, but it's like, what does, what do they want to truly tie this in with? Like if it's this celestial stuff from like the eternals, is she only connected to with her ancestors or is there going to be something that's going to link to like the eternals? True. And, and maybe I need to like watch that movie again. I like hardly remember. Yeah anything in that movie um i mean maybe maybe there's a i, I feel like yeah. they they did so much with the eternals to like solidify it in the mcu and then it feels like they abandoned it and we're just like right. nah, yeah, forget it like i think we even talked about that a couple weeks ago like why have they never brought back up that there's just a giant celestial <laughs> sticking out of the ocean like and, and no one's talking about it so yeah. i don't know 
maybe maybe this is the tie back uh, into it just feels like it's a key item of like someone's gonna go research that and then turn into like this villain and exactly here's like all these other movies or series that i could do when even I, I think every time i think about that i immediately think of like nowhere right nowhere is yeah. a giant celestial head that mm-hmm. they are inside and they're mining parts of it to sell and to turn into stuff yeah <laughs> how has nobody gone into the one that's sitting in the ocean and started mining inside right. of it to see what they could get seems like an oversight maybe that's what sharon's up to <laughs> yeah we're gonna find her and she's gonna have like a <laughs> celestial mech suit <laughs> so all right well did we uh do we miss anything you guys have anything else for episode two I think it's a solid follow-up to episode one. I think that, like, the one thing that this show has done very well is, like, stay consistent, at least in my mind. Um, Each episode is, like, consistently well done in a way that the episode ends and you're like, I'm excited for the next episode. And then the next episode happens and you're like, cool, that, like, perfectly tied in with the last episode without me thinking, like, man, I wish they would... You know, I don't know what's going on. Why didn't they explain that? Or how come they never talked about this again? So I'm really enjoying the series. Uh, I hope you all listening are enjoying the series too. If you haven't started watching the series, what are you doing? (laughs) We're talking about episode two. Go listen to episode one after you watch the whole series. It's available on Disney Plus right now, uh, as well as Hawkeye, which perfect combo watch. Just breeze through Hawkeye right into Echo. <laughs> and maybe revisit Eternals. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See what's going on with that Eternal out in the ocean. Who knows? Um, and get ready for Blade. Whenever that's Fingers gonna... crossed. <laughs> uh, a, real, a real quick aside on Blade. I don't know. I think we talked about a little bit the uh, the Blade game that they've announced and Mm -hmm. they have like a little mini teaser for my initial thought was, I really hope that like, this isn't what they've been building up to. Like they, you know, they're like, we're going to introduce blade. And then they're like, yeah, by giving him a game. And it's like, Oh, (laughs) cool. But like, where's the show? Where's the movie? (laughs) The game is canon. And so you have to play it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Maybe they, they, would do that. they would do that. <laughs> they would. You, they they're going to reference only in game things, but in the, the movies. And you're going to be like, oh, what this is. Hopefully, you have an Alamo near you. You can go watch the previously on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our question last week was which version of Kingpin would you like more of? Uh, so we'll, we'll do our answers. My favorite. Kingpin is definitely the kingpin that we get in. I'll I won't even say in in Echo. I'm specifically the kingpin that we got in Hawkeye. He was uh-huh. he was like comic accurate, big, strong. He rips a car door off of a car as if it's <laughs> nothing. And then he gets shot with arrows like two or three times and just pulls them out and is does not affect him at all. And all I could think the whole time was like, yes, this is comic book Kingpin. 
this is what I want. I don't want Kingpin that is just a guy. I want like big, bulky, strong, scary Kingpin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I got to go same actor, but I like the Netflix Daredevil Kingpin because I think he's still like a powerhouse in there, but I think he's more of an established like persona. Like everyone knows what he's this, like everyone, like, and he's just, it's just the way he he's able to move about that city and hide in the shadow. Like he's, he always stays hidden, but it's just like, I don't know. I just like the setup they did for that, for that version of Kingpin. And he's still like pretty strong and powerful. Hmm. How about you, Alyssa? I, I like the one from Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, the way that he is big <laughs> is a way that you can only be in a cartoon. But it totally works within the context of that movie. And it also does make him at least a little bit sympathetic because he's doing all this to try to get his family back. So it's kind of a complex and nuanced uh, kingpin. But also, he's just so very huge, especially <laughs> yeah. compared to the regular scaled people around him. He's like he's basically like a square with a head a few <laughs> inches below the top of the square. That is that is Kingpin yeah. in this movie. So that's my favorite one. Yeah, his proportions are wild in that movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. And he just like he smashes Spider-Man to death with his fists. Yeah. Like, and he's oh, my goodness. Tiny teeny tiny little legs and you're like how do those hold that up i don't know <laughs> well those are good uh those are good picks uh so hopefully you let us know on social media what your favorite one was and i hope you're ready for this week's question which will be a little more uh i don't know open-ended i guess um but my real question is what do you think echo's powers are do you think they're celestial? Do you think they're mutant? Do you think they're just ancestor powers? <laughs> like some sort of like, you know, again, like a Black Panther-esque, you know, afterlife realm powers? Or do you think this is some sort of weird Kahori made from the reality stone or whatever? I don't remember what stone it was. I can never remember the the blue one. It's the Tesseract, the space stone. Space, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you've corrected me every single time that I've said <laughs> any other stone, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yes, Space Stone. I'll, one of these days. I need to like a, just a chart in my office that just has all the stones and what they are. Um, but yeah, is it is it that? Some weird broken in half Space Stone power that we don't know about. So let us know what you think. We'll let you know what we think. Uh, and join us next time for episode three of the Marvel Disney Plus series, Echo. See you guys next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.